Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a good day as I'm looking in my camera and I can't remember if I leveled it. So I'm using my nipples to on the camera to be like, if I touch both my nipples and if one is higher than the other, that means, real quick, got to adjust the camera. Listen, this is a very sophisticated process that I'm in right now, okay? <laughs> I probably... <laughs> this I have a camera set up. It's my cell phone. But let's be honest. Cell phones now are just as good as cameras. Ooh, camera nerds are mad. But let's be honest. You don't need to have a super high-tech camera to, uh, you know, be on social media. And I'm not. Real quick, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe. And today's episode is presented by Superbook Sports Colorado. Anyway, back to my nipples. And uh, so that's how I tell if my camera is level because it's really kind of hard sometimes. And I'm like, look, as I'm talking, I'm like, is it crooked? Is it crooked? And then sure enough, it was slightly. I had my, my left nipple was hanging just a little low. So I had to alter it. That's assuming that my nipples are level. What if, what if they're not? <laughs> they're not. Or anyway, sorry. Whew. Next time you take a picture of by yourself and you have it sitting, the, the camera or your phone sitting somewhere, because you can't do that with your, your hand. I guess if you're taking a shirtless photo, <laughs> um, you could, you could level it as long as your nipples are level. There you go. Little, little insight to how I get things done. <laughs> That's so dumb. So dumb. Speaking of like looking at myself, my wife bought me this shirt and it's a nice dress shirt, button up and everything like that. Because I usually, I usually wear t-shirts. I'm a big t-shirt person. I'm sorry. If I get a good t-shirt, I can't help but wear it. She bought me this nice shirt, I think at H&M. And it's nice. It fits well, except for the arms. And I'm not like huge. But I have been lifting weights every now and then in the garage. <laughs> I have these weights, and I, if I see them, I'm like, I should at least do some curls. Okay? That's my thing, is I, I need to do a little bit. Otherwise, I don't do anything. And then the other day, I was working out on the heavy bag, and I fucked up my, sh- my, my left shoulder, of course. But I'll get through it. it just, I think it's just it's sore for not being used. But I was using the heavy bag. And what I do is I work out on the heavy bag as long as I can. I want to say, like, I'll do, like, 15, 20 minutes on the heavy bag. And as somebody that was do, I had a, I was part of a program for L.A. Boxing, which is now, like, owned by the UFC. But I, I, think, I think that's the case. And anyway, so I know some of the routines that you do. I'm not, like, an expert, n- not even close. But I have enough where I can work out. But then what I do at the end is I take the heavy bag off the chains because I have it hanging uh, on a on a heavy bag rack. Take it off the chains, and then what I do is I I <laughs> pick it up about twenty times, and each time I pick it up, I throw it to the ground like I'm body slamming somebody. Like I'm trying to give myself real life strength, not just like you know you know, lifting weight strength. So I like, I got to pick it up, get the awkwardness of throwing somebody over my shoulder, then body slamming them. Then, then, then after I do that, I practice kneeing 
like grabbing the top of the heavy bag and knee it. <laughs> it sounds kind of messed up, but that that's what I what I've done. So uh, back to my shirt. Ugh, my muscles are so big. <laughs> it's gonna rip my shirt. It's not even that close, but it's just irritating because it's not like regular t-shirts where like if if it was that tight it would just flex anyway big muscle problems am i right Uh. (laughs) oh i'm not even close to being buff that's what's funny all right you know what is buff getting into headlines let's go let's go and now here are the headlines (laughs) as i go into this story Topless witches caught eating deer carcass in a strange security camera footage. What the fuck? That's not what I was expecting. Although I do find it kind of erotic. (laughs) Eat that carcass. Oh, yeah. All right. So Corina Stanhope of Powell River, Canada found a dead deer at the bottom of her garden while riding one of her horses and decided to set up a, a trail camera to see what would it what it would attract as far as animals go overnight. So she's just curious. She lives out in the country. Why not? The images from the security camera appears to show two figures with long matted black hair wearing only a piece of cloth to cover their buttocks while they stood over the dead deer. While their hair uh, was uh, covering their faces, the figures appeared to squat down, reach over the carcass with their long fingers before picking up a hoof and taking a bite. That's just bizarre. That's something you don't expect to see. If you guys have security cameras, it's bizarre some of the things that you see. Only, I guess my I only have like two. I remember, and I posted uh, at least one of these videos. There was one time in the middle of the day, this kid was trying to do a U-turn in our development. And it was trash day. And thankfully, our trash had already been picked up. Because the kid does the U-turn, and he runs straight into my my trash can. <laughs> it's like, where'd that thing come from? So that was funny. It's something that... And the, and the trash can's still good, still working. But the the other bizarre thing was somebody trying to break into my vehicle, but they were only trying to open doors that were left unlocked. So make sure you leave your, or make sure you lock your doors at night because a lot of people just go around. And they didn't get into my car, but I got a good, perfect shot of this this kid's face as she was trying to break into my car and thankfully my um my door was locked but she looked right in my camera and i don't know if anything ever happened gave it to the police they're like okay whatever we'll see cuz they they ended up stealing stuff for the neighbors cuz the uh, the kid's car was unlocked so you got to be careful with that shit so you see a lot of weird stuff on cameras i can only imagine going through my camera expecting to see some like wild animals eating the carcass just to see. Then next thing you know, boom, there's like these two ladies naked, their titties out (laughs) and eating a, uh, a, a dead deer. It's disgusting. This is what they said. They came 10 minutes after sunset. 
They look disheveled. It looks like they, they have wigs on. One looks like she has blonde hair underneath. So I'm guessing the carpet didn't match the drapes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just disgusting. I, I don't know how you would react to that. That would make me feel uncomfortable. Now, they say they're witches. That's just jumping to the conclusion. It could have just been somebody that was starving for money or for food. Right? I mean, there's people do desperate things in, in desperate times. Or it's a witch. <laughs> it's a witch. It's a witch. Why would a witch be eating a dead deer, though? If I would say it's a witch if, if there was something where they said that there was like a ritual. Maybe. I, I don't understand. I think this is more likely just somebody probably hopped up on like meth or something like that. And they're like, it's a dead deer, man. Let's go. Let's go eat the deer. <laughs> just flick off the maggots. Ding, ding, ding. It's so disgusting. Oh, God. I don't even know what I would do if I saw that. Like, could you imagine? You're like, oh, I got, forgot to take the trash can out. Let's go down there. And then you walk, you, you're taking the trash down to the curb. And then you see like these two naked ladies eating a, um, you know, dead deer. Be like, oh, shit, I'm just going to go inside. And then hope to God they didn't make eye contact with you. Because let's be honest, if somebody's eating a dead deer, deer and they're naked and if they make eye contact with you probably not going to end well for you probably not right i'd be scared shitless if i saw that like, help me jesus help me tom cruise somebody help me there's a <laughs> what if they were hot i'm just saying what if they were hot then i'd be like here, here's a wet nap here we go. Yeah, why don't you come on inside? You guys like cans of beans? I got cans of beans. Better than a, a rotting deer carcass. Oh, so gross. I'm just saying it's borderline erotic. <laughs> borderline. In a weird, weird, twisted way. Don't judge me. Fuck off. Okay? Jeez. <laughs> I can feel the, the daggers of... Uh, of shame headed my way. All I can say is, shut the fuck up, Kyle. Yeah, because I know it's mostly coming from Kyle. God, Kyle, <laughs> fucking dick, man. A man was brutally attacked and killed by a shark while swimming in the in Egypt's Red Sea, and it's it's sad. It's really sad because the guy was there with his dad and I believe girlfriend when this happened. And there, it's all on video. It's all on video. I mean, sadly, it's there. Now, part of the reason why I brought this up was TMZ posted a story about it on their Instagram. And they said that the video was in the bio or on the, the link or whatever. But people couldn't find the video. And all these people, on Instagram, on TMZ, we're saying, what the fuck? I can't find it. Don't tease that you have the video and then we can't find it anywhere. Blah, blah, blah. They're mad because they can't find the video. They are mad because they can't find 
a video of a man dying and they so desperately want to watch this? How fucked up are we as a society? They're mad because they want... That used to be called a snuff film. Remember? Remember those, like, back in the day? I don't know. They probably still have them. Shit, man. People just mask it as, like, oh, this breaking news. Shark eats a man. And and, and people are mad about it. I'm like, what the hell? Am I the only one thinks that that's horribly sad? Now, here's the thing. One of you, Matt, tagged me on Twitter with the video and I ended up watching the whole fucking thing. So as I sit here and and judge people that want to see it, I had the opportunity to realize what it was and then shut it off, but I didn't. I didn't. I I I should have because it still rolls through my head. It's really fucking sad. And it, I believe it was a tiger shark is what ate the dude and killed him obviously. But it's just it's it's it was somewhat calm area where he was so you could see the shark come up get him you know and then the guy pops back up and next thing you know the shark gets him pops up and and gets him again it's fucking horrible fucking horrible what's also bizarre is the locals apparently captured the shark and brought it onto the shore and began kicking the shit out of it I, I don't understand the point of that. We're, we're impeding on his, where he exists, the shark. That's the shark's world. I, I have a hard time with that. I don't, I don't see how that's, you know, helping the problem. I, I did read that for whatever reason, sharks are very aggressive in the Red Sea area. So, even more reason for you to not swim in in that area. Don't swim there if sharks are really aggressive. But don't fucking hunt it down and, and kill it. I I have a hard time with that. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. If you're the one going in there, I, I don't know. I, in a sense, I, I, I can understand why people would be upset about it. I'd be fucking furious if that was my friend or family member. And yeah, I'd probably want to do the same thing. But ultimately, when you take a step back, be like, I mean, we're in its territory. It's like me getting mad if I went on a safari and I get and somebody I'm with gets ate by a lion and be like, we need to hunt down the lion and kill it. Well. You're in the lion's territory, so uh, it's it's kind of debatable. Do you, let me know your thoughts on that because it is kind of one of those things where I'm torn on that. In all honesty, I I can look at it both ways. I mean, is that bringing the guy back? No. Is it going to prevent other tiger sharks from coming in there and, and eating people? No. It's just getting rid of one. And next thing you know, they're all going to, it's going to get back to his friends and it's going to get worse. (laughs) It's science. I just, let me know your thoughts. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at DeHuffPodcast. A lot more to get to. Plus, 
We're going to dive into the mailbag. But first, bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, or you can download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. Enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Now, if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. A 20-year-old man is facing criminal charges after police said he was filmed breaking into Florida's Bush Gardens theme park and entering an alligator exhibit in an apparent attempt to gain online notoriety. Notoriety. Excuse me. (laughs) First of all, big shocker it's in Florida. (laughs) Big shocker. A video uploaded. uploaded, I'm not even going to say this guy's name because fuck him. Uh, he uploaded it to his TikTok account and it appeared to show the, this guy's actually from Louisiana actually. So whatever, I guess you you get Florida gets a pass on this in a sense, scaling the wall to enter the park. He then appears to, uh, take ice cream from behind a counter without pain and climbing two fences to enter the gator enclosure. That's how the police found him because he posted the video like a fucking moron. One previous video posted to YouTube a day before the Bush Gardens incident shows him pestering people on the streets of Tampa and repeatedly asking a man for a blowjob. Footage from his TikTok account shows him screaming help in a mall while walking past shoppers. So this is what's wrong with fucking social media is dipshits like this. They're just here's the thing, too. He's probably ultimately not going to be punished that much for this while he should he probably won't and what he gets out of it is more likes more follows and then that transfers into money so that's why he's doing it he's doing it because the 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 consequences aren't that great so all this is doing is is encouraging this guy to do dumb things. I guarantee you, once he's released from jail and all this other stuff, he's going to go back to doing dumb shit like this, pushing the envelope. And what's going to start happening is, I mean, if, if somebody comes up to me and starts mouthing off to me, eventually I'm going to get tired of it and I'm going to break your fucking face. And especially if my kids and my wife are around, I'm going to go into protective mode. You guys that think this is funny to go up to people and start asking them for blowjobs. And and, although that is kind of funny, (laughs) it's kind of funny. I get it. I do. But you're, you're causing more harm with this and people are going to be on edge. And just imagine if you're, if you are coming off of a shit day, I mean, we've all had them. Some of us have them worse than others. Some of us have them more frequent than others. But if you're having a shit fucking day and somebody comes up to you and just starts trying to fuck with you, guess what ends up happening? You're going to break. 
and who knows what your actions are gonna gonna be on this person that is just trying to be funny and trying to get likes, and it's just fucking irritating. And and I can't, and it makes me mad that he's screaming help in a mall while walking past people because that's ruining it for people that are actually in need of help. If if you go around and start screaming help help, and then there's then like the next day or a couple days later, there's somebody that actually does need help. Guess what happens now? People aren't as likely to help that person. So because of this, it 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 annoys the fuck out of me. And this is this is the TikTok world. People don't give a shit about the consequences. And the fu- he's fucking stealing from Bush Gardens, and, and he's lucky he didn't fucking die in the gator enclosure. The fuck, man? I I can't stand this shit. I don't like being a dick to people for video video ideas. I don't like to do that. I think that's just, you know, if anything, you tell them beforehand, be like, hey, we're going to do this video. Um, this is what I'm going to do. Just go along with it. Are you cool with that? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. If you're going to do something like that, if you're going to go over the line, but otherwise, no, fucking can't stand that shit. But that's what's popular now. It's funny because somebody's like, yeah, you got some really good stuff on TikTok, but uh, you really haven't, you know, taken the next step. I was like, because I'm not going to what's I'm not going to do what is ultimately what's super popular, which is being a dipshit like that. <laughs> I don't I don't know another way to do it. So I'm that's just not my personality. Look at him. He's exposing himself to people. Oh, that's hilarious. Click, 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 like, like, like. <laughs> so gross. I don't like people. Speaking of things I don't like, <laughs> don't do this. Don't be this guy when you go to a grocery store. Don't. There's a guy who apparently unwraps his bananas before weighing them at checkout in order to save money. Could you imagine being behind that guy? What the fuck? Are you kidding? I Listen, it's not saving you that much money. Bananas aren't that expensive, dude. They're not. They're not. And even if they were, not worth it. Not worth it. You're going to peel your fucking orange too? Jesus. I I, it, I I don't know what I would do if I saw that. What would the fuck? You'd be, you'd be like, God, this line's going really slow. What the shit? Then you look and, and the dude is, you know, peeling his fucking banana. Oh, my God. I'm not saying do it, but I would understand if somebody went up to him and be like, sir, and then they just kicked him in the dick. I would not be shocked. I'm not saying do it. Don't do it. But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God. And then he's sitting there talking about how, oh, it saves money and blah, blah, blah. Really? Shut the fuck up, Kyle. You know that's a Kyle. That's a Kyle thing, right? <laughs> Sorry. I got a lot of Kyles that listen, and I don't know if that really makes you mad or if you're like, okay, enough. Enough of the Kyle thing. Okay, right? Okay, you know what we need instead. How about... I'm fucking in, and you're fucking out. Now get the fuck out of my chair. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's good enough. 
I need to do, you know what I need to do next episode is do the, what, what did I call that? The sound bites of chaos. I got to do that this week. Got to remind me if I don't. Okay. Send me an email, send me a, a message on socials at the Huff podcast or the Huff at gmail.com. And don't be the person that unwraps your banana before you weigh it at the grocery store. Oh my God. Hey, speaking of saving money, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the South Park creators who bought Casa Bonita, the famed Colorado restaurant, they needed to save money, but apparently they didn't. And they're saying they spent upwards of $40 million to renovate Casa Bonita. Now, if you listen to this podcast and you're in Colorado, you understand what Casa Bonita is. It is a a restaurant, a Mexican-style restaurant that had good intentions, but it was shit food, and after a while, just the, the whole place was just getting crappier and crappier. So Matt Stone and Trey Parker actually bought it. Now, what's funny is if you watch South Park, they reference Casa Bonita quite often, and Cartman's been there, I believe, for Kenny's birthday, something like that. But anyway, so a lot of people didn't realize that this was a real thing. And, and recently in a New York Post, I believe it was, article, they talked about the renovations and what they've had to deal with, and it's spending upwards of right around $40 million to reno- renovate that. That seems high, by the way. That seems really, really high for a renovation. Now, that being said, this is a very unique restaurant. It has pools because you got cliff divers. So obviously that goes deep. If you're if you're diving, you need a very deep pool. And there's a lot of entertainment value in there. And obviously upgrading the kitchen, uh, fixing a lot of damaged walls and, and who knows what else replacing all the carpet and they're kind of open they're like each day they're allowing a certain amount of people in so that way they don't have a, a mad rush of people trying to get in all at once smart move because they have a really small fucking parking lot and that's a huge problem so I, at first, I was irritated with how Matt Stone and Trey Parker and, and the crew over at Casa Bonita were doing their open of doing it like, you know, in stages. But it does make sense because if 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 they just open on, say, May 30th or whatever it was, um, you know, May 26th, if, if they would have done it like, say, then, what would have happened is it, the parking lot the whole surrounding area, the neighborhood, would have been just a clusterfuck because there is so much hype around this restaurant. Now, I've talked to a few people that have gone there. The food is better, not great, is what I've been told. It's better. It's better. But it's not like, holy shit, this is the best food I've ever ate. Because all they did, it sounds like what they did is they took the old menu and just, you know, made it better. But it wasn't anything, I don't know. It's not like a bunch of new shit. It's just they elevated the, the original menu. Now, 
I also heard, but this is only from one person, that the food is much better, but there's still it still has that old Casa Bonita weird smell. And I haven't been there, so I don't know. But I think a lot of that, too, is what you got to realize is, like I said, is there's a pool there. You got pool plus kitchen smells plus just the smell of, you know, an establishment. So I, I don't know if if that's indeed the case. I, I want to go. I'm on that list of allegedly that they'll call me up if if I can get in with my family for before it's officially open to the everybody, no matter what day of the week it is or whatever. So I, I am hoping I get in and I can take my family. I, I think it would be fun. I just also too, it, part of me can't help but think about this. And I know it's kind of a negative thing to, to do, but part of me is just like, what if it's not that good? You know, what if, what if, you know, I mean, they, they dumped $40 million into it. What if they, they fail? Restaurants are hard. So I, I really want to go in there and I really want to critique it because I feel like I could go in there and tell you like, this is good. This is, this is set for the long haul or I don't see how this is going to work. I really want to go in there and critique the fuck out of it. Because everybody's going in there with, as far as media goes, and be like, oh, this is fantastic. Good for them. I, listen, I want to go in there and be honest about it. Is it going to last? Are they going to start making a profit? How, it, what is this place going to be like in two years? Is it going to still have a lot of hype around it and energy, positive energy around it? Or is it going to fizzle out? I think it will do well, but I really want to go in there and, and, and take a look at the restaurant and, and the whole environment. Is it, is it going to be worth going in? Is it going to be the price of admission? Is that going to be worth it going? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to go eat some sopapillas. That's all I know, Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. I want to eat ya. Yo, Sopapillas. That should be their theme song. Boom, I just wrote a song. Holy shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the royalty checks are starting to come in. No, they won't. <laughs> uh, make that a commercial. You're welcome. I, 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 I want to go. I do. But I, I can't help but wonder, is it? Is it one of those things where we 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 love Matt Stone and Trey Parker because of you know what they represent and who they are and you know they're they're from Colorado and uh, South Park's a hilarious show still running on TV and then you know they're these Colorado icons and we're in love with that and we want Casa Bonita to be so much better but what if it's not what if it fails. Will we allow it to fail? I, I don't see Matt Stone and Trey Parker giving up on this thing. Like, they're going to do their best to make it a success. But just because you want something to be a, a success doesn't mean it will be. 
So that's why I want to go in there. And I, I want to go in there and be critical because it deserves that. Yes, men serve us no pur- serve no purpose in real life. Yes, men in saying, oh, this is fantastic because of who owns it. That doesn't serve anything. If there's some honest critiques that need to be addressed. Oh, like there is one picture. Oh, I forgot about this. I posted it on my Facebook and Twitter. Maybe my Instagram too. Is there's in one of the dining rooms that they redid. It's supposed to look like a cave, right? And you know, you got the, oh, I can never remember the isotopes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I forget I said that word. I don't think that's the right word at all. But, you know, the stuff that drips from the ceiling and the stuff that comes from the, you know, whatever. The stuff from this in caves, okay? <laughs> Basically, there's one, the picture that's like they're using everywhere that Getty Images, one of their photographers, I think his name was Eric something, he took a picture, really good picture, but it's like on the left is the seating area, on the right is what's supposed to be is the cave, and it looks like a giant dick. I kid you fucking not. So I wrote, are we going to ignore the giant phallus in the room? Because <laughs> it is huge. And it looks like a dick. My God. How does nobody notice that? <laughs> and that's the picture he used. It look, It's the dick room. Can I have the dick room, please? <laughs> sure thing. I was like, wow. It And it doesn't look like one of those things that hang stalactites. Ah, that might be right. That might be right. One of those, it doesn't look like that. It looks like a veiny cock. That's what it is. So when you go to Casa Bonita, if you go there, either before or after me, take a picture next to that and, and, and send it to me on social media. And I'll, I'll retweet it and I'll do all that for you. Because I think that's hilarious. And then you could just like be pointing at it. Ah, the dick. <laughs> it is. It is. Ah, I'm a child. I don't care. That's what I see. And then I, as I posted it, everybody's like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> and now that's going to be like the secret thing. That, that will be fun. Just going around, uh, you know, Casa Bonita looking for the giant cock. I'm here for the, uh, what is that? The, the uh, treasure hunt. What are you looking for? What uh, the treasure hunt? Yeah, we're looking for the magical uh, wiener. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> it's over that way. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. But forty million dollars does seem like a lot for a renovation. I don't understand that. But everything I read prior to this article and seeing that number was that Matt Stone and Trey Parker said that that place was being held together with like, you know, gum and duct tape. And they, it sounds like they pretty much had to scrape everything and then redo it all. Is it $40 million? I don't know. I'm not looking at their budgets. And also you got to think that go, that's partly of construction crews paying people, and stuff like that. So there's a lot in, in training staff and and, st- and a whole bunch of stuff. There's a lot more into that than I think the average person would know. And it would be neat to sit down and actually 
actually get the real story on where, where that number's coming from. So I don't know. If you have an insight to that and you want to stay anonymous, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. But very interesting stuff. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to go. If you get to go, let me know how it is. Give me your thoughts on it. Again, DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. I'll read your review. You'll be my reviewer if you go in there before me. That's fine. Even if I go in there and then you go in there, I still want to hear your review on it because it's interesting to me. It is probably one of the coolest things in Colorado right now is the anticipation of Casa Bonita going in there and actually getting in there. So if you've been in there, let me know. Or if one of your friends have, dehuffuncensored.gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. Make sure you use that promo code MILEHIGH. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Hopefully you laughed in this episode just a little bit. Hopefully. Hopefully a lot. Maybe you peed your pants. I don't know. Don't know. Don't think it was pee your pants worthy, but you never know. You never know. (laughs) Anyway, it's DeHuff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.